Ready, Nick? Let's do it. All right, everybody, talk about it outdoors live in the Wilson studio. Nick, Alex, Cody, back again for one more time in 21. We got our old friend Jason Beard coming to us from the KT team to tell us all about what new things they've got coming and about a big old buck he might have laid down this year. Y'all pull up a chair and sit a while with us one more time for 2021. Nicholas, 12 months have came and gone, and what a fun, exciting year we've had here at Talk About It Outdoors. It's been a blessing for all the friends we've been able to meet, and I don't know that there's been anyone that I've had the pleasure of speaking with anymore than Mr. Jason Beard that's joining us tonight. That's right, man. We uh, For 2021, we didn't walk through the doors, did we? We kicked, kicked her off a hinge, son. And I think that was what we intended to do, 80 some odd episodes i don't know how many we've done this year and uh it's been a grind mm-hmm. but i don't think there's ever been a night we've came down here and said who i got a podcast tonight i right. had so much fun doing it so glad to be here good to have cody back with us he's been he's been traveling the world <laughs> as he does he kind of wanders in and out he's like an old sailboat any wind will blow him from time to time we have to anchor him down pull him into the studio sometimes yeah i had a couple people ask if i got fired he listens to the episode (laughs) yeah oh he hadn't been here in so long have it well he's he's not been fired uh he is here it was up in debate yeah (laughs) yeah we 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 had a chalkboard behind us but we took it down so we didn't have to didn't have to show it to him when he got here but you know as i said we uh we were blessed enough earlier this year to go down and hunt with the kt team at the last weekend of turkey season we got to spend an immense amount of time with them and there was no bigger character or no more lively a person you'd ever want to meet than mr jason beard he's been a reflection of everybody in the outdoor community of what you should strive to be and uh, i tell you what i'm excited to hear about that big old deer he dropped so jason welcome to talk about it outdoors 2.0 for you my friend yeah, thank y'all so much for having me on. Uh, I enjoyed the the first go around, and uh, man, is it crazy that it seemed like we just sort of went turkey hunting. I mean, it's geez, endless the year, end of deer season. It's, it's wild how time flies. Well, we've been having fun. That's why it's going by so fast. I think I think you're right. I, think <laughs> I was you're right. We've had a pretty cool year, no doubt. I was sitting up there last night and thinking about man, I, I trying to prep for turkey season for twenty twenty two and thinking, man, we need to we need to talk to Jason and KT and figure out a weekend we're gonna get to go down there and hunt with them boys. So uh hopefully that'll be in the near future for us. Yeah, we uh man, it's always uh you hate to close the year out, but that spring comes quick once you do, so we uh we look forward to that for certain. This summer, you spent quite a bit of time doing things that I guess normally the team goes out and fishes a lot together, but I got to see a lot of pictures you guys spent across the summer, got to get out to the ponds quite a bit, didn't you? Yeah, we really did. Uh, and like a lot of stuff, Casey and Angie, actually, your wife, uh, gets a lot of credit for that. We had, uh, we had got invited to a a super cool place to fish. If you, it's like a little small lake, to tell you the truth, but a private pond, uh, managed for trophy bass. 
think a summer or two ago that we, long story short, we got invited. And uh, I was sort of sitting around and watching. And KT and one of the uh, KT team uh, members, George, told me they, they was like, man, we, we, we need to fix this. I was like, I don't mind watching because y'all catch I want my part to eat them, you know. <laughs> but from that, Angie and Terry and Sarah, his, his pawn-in-law and mother-in-law, they all of them got together and found the fishing poles, sipped some puff and reels, and uh, I think it was last summer, 2020, um, caught my first fish. In 20, whatever, 25 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, 25 years. I was injured in 95. So that's crazy. Felt pretty good and, to put uh, one back in the hook, didn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you what. It, man, I called a, he wasn't even a hand size brand, and that joker brought me to tears. You know, you, you think, <laughs> sometimes you don't know what you miss, you know, until you kind of, kind of get back in there and that, Feeling one on the end of that rod, and I was like, "Ooh, I felt a lot better than I remembered." You know. So, well, I guess after and, uh, that many years, it would feel good to get one back on I, the hook. You darn right. It was like a your first fish. If you want to know the truth about it, I like a kid or something. You know, it it was pretty cool. But uh, so from that man, we yeah, we hit every pond, and you know, we we it was. It was pretty cool summer. Look forward to a little more of that. Do you for well? Let me rewind here just for a second. So, for anyone that doesn't know uh, the story behind the KT team and Jason Beard, new listeners that may be coming to the show, go back on an episode we had. Look for Jason Beard on there, and we can. We went into a lot of in-depth stories about how Jason was injured and and how the KT team was founded and. We did an episode live at the lodge at the uh, what was the gin name house. of it? Gin the house, old gin yeah. house and gin house. yeah, and we we were able to spend time there with a lot of gentlemen and get stories of you know of how they came back and and that was all the story that and the one thing that always stood stood out for everything the KT team does is getting back and those stories if you want to hear a special episode make sure you go back and listen to those because they'll uh they'll tug at your heartstrings for well, sure i went back and listened to that this past week with um i went and listened to jason and george and um mr bobby and you know god rest his soul he's went on but what a fun night that was and oh man what a what blast a, what a fun weekend hunting with them guys so yeah that's episode 33 for anyone that wants to go back and listen that was a good one for sure Jason, that'll, that'll be special for us all forever, you know. I mean, y'all coming down and getting Mr. Bobby on there, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he passed on in a better place, but to capture that, pretty cool, you know. Yeah, and that's one thing we've talked about a lot is the the opportunity to do this show. It it'll stick forever with us because we've got a little piece of that and hearing those stories that he told and those laughs and everything we. We don't only etch that in our memories. We can share that with others. That's right. That's pretty special episode for me. Well, uh, so the crazy part about this year is you killed your biggest buck. Man, ever. Biggest buck ever. You know, not since my injury. You know, like 
since I've been hunting at four or I don't even remember, I can't even remember my first time I pulled the trigger, you know, at a deer. I don't, I can remember officially when they said I killed my first one, I got bloody and all that, but, you know, I hunted way before I could even remember. So, yeah, man, that was special, real special. I hunted a buck, like, for two years, still hunting. He's still around. Um, edit that out. I don't need, or my neighbors might be come around here trying <laughs> to get it. <laughs> but yeah, I, so I, I, I didn't even get the buck I've been hunting. But what's crazy is two weeks prior to me getting the deer, I got him on camera. And that was it once, like passing through. I'm like, well, you know, he's probably chasing those and adios, you know, you won't see him again. And, uh, Man, we went to a family reunion, rushed back. You know how them hunts go where you just, like, how did that just happen? I mean, we was late, you know, just, it was a disaster. I thought, you know, wasn't in the stand five minutes, a little spike walked out. He fed around and at five o'clock, that buck steps out a hundred yards, broadside by itself and starts feeding. I'm like, man, woo. <laughs> that, uh, you know, that just don't happen like that very often. And, uh, Alfred, y'all smelled Alfred. He, uh, he was with me, one of the, a good buddy, but, uh, assistant, you know, he kind of nursing assistant helped me out on a day to day basis, but he was, uh, hunting with me and, um, he was going to try to film it and I shot before he could. Get his phone out of his pocket or oh, pen, man. You know, anything. I mean, it happened that quick. Just, I saw the good cheater buck, and I'm like, front shoulder, front shoulder, and took the shot. You know? <laughs> now, for anybody that doesn't know, Jason, you were shooting what type of rifle? Because we were there during turkey season, got to see that shotgun you use. What kind of rifle did you have? Uh, Daniel Defense. Okay. So, okay, so yep. it was on an AR yep. platform. It is, it is. It all barrel barrel technology, the way they design the barrels and hammer forwards and just all kind of cool stuff. We were fortunate to get the tour to plan. We're good friends with um the owners and uh they support us very uh you know, just awesome awesome company from from you know top down so we uh shoot we, we shoot that gun and man it was it's crazy actually for an AR platform and honestly pretty pretty sweet. Do you three oh eight caliber so it it was good. Do you get in a ground blind or is it an elevated platform that you get into, Jason? That particular one was ground blind. Yeah, it it's a it was a power line. Okay. We got a food plot on it. And uh, we do have two uh, elevated, like hydraulic stands, and, and they're fun. You know, definitely super nice. Um, but for the, for where I was on the ground blind, you know, a little better. It, it's about a two hundred yard shot at the most, probably, and uh, 
those hydraulic lines, you can get oil in there and see your waves. And I, that particular one's ground well. Who was your first phone call to? <laughs> Probably uh, JT, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, I know I did because he'd been, he'd been on me. Hunt, you need to hunt that boat. Stay on him, stay on him. So you get him, you know. And uh, so, you know, and he he always, he, before I went, he called him, told him I was going. He said, well, call me. I'll come get him and take him out. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, he called it for us got to the stand so when i i got him i called him and told him you know come on how long did you ride that thing around swainsboro jason (laughs) (laughs) i tell you what it's crazy my alfred my dad loaded him up and it was so early um you know how hunts are you never get a picture you know you like the excitement of it i'm like man it's early we'll get him a picture by the pond well, they went and got him, loaded him up, brought him up there. And uh, I'm like, let the tail go down. Let's get him out by the pond. They was like, we barely could get him in here. <laughs> How are you thinking? We, we can't do that. So, they, you know, he was on the edge of the tailgate and kind of turned his head. Well, the buck I've been hunting had two kickers off his G2s or one on each side. And I didn't see the kickers. I'm like, oh, man. Because there was a real nice eight point that I let walk at least a dozen times. You know, and I'm like, man, I shot that, you know, because it was eight point without the kickers. And I'm like, man. And he turned his head. I was like, whoa. Because <laughs> I never let him turn his head. You know, he walked out broadside, and I could obviously tell it was a, you know, Nice, nice book. So I wasn't, you know, well, is the kicker on there? Well, you know, I wasn't, like, I knew it was a nice book. So that, that was funny part of the story is I was initially, when I saw him, I was like, oh man, you know, until they turned his head now, woo. <laughs> I mean, he ended up scoring 137 and a half, which is, Good buck around here for certain. I done told you now. If you need me to bring my tape measure down there on Mister One Thirty <laughs> tape measure, we'll stretch that thing out a little bit this spot. This well, spring. Been, we'll get them I, in the forties for sure. I've, I've been waiting on the right person. I'm pretty <laughs> sure somebody can squeeze that one right on over one forty somewhere. Oh, uh, uh, we're gonna have to. That's a video, Nick. That's when we a, get down there, we got to, we got to remember that. Well, you have it. You think you'll have it back from the tax nervous by spring, Jason? I, you know, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm assuming you did mount it, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that one. Uh, I mean, he, he, it was like he had so much mass, you know, from the base of his head all the way. He was just, I don't like. It's gonna be hard around here for me to get the, the buck I was hunting wasn't that big, so it wasn't that big. I mean, he, you know, it's just a. I don't know. You gonna get to hang it at the house, or you gonna have to take it to the gin house? Well, that's what I'm. You know, <laughs> you still working on that? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we want to make the lodge look good, but I might need 
leave around here. <laughs> yeah. A little time around it, there it, with it him. See, like our place here, I've never killed. I mean, I've killed a lot of does, you know, smaller buck, but, but I mean, it, that's by far the largest. Well, it's the largest deer I ever killed, but definitely here. So I might leave him around here, but he looked pretty in that. That gin house, too, though, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. sure would up on that fireplace. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about the gin house and where it is at this point, Jason. I know y'all been working on it and getting some stuff done. Have, have we got a lot of progress done thus far Man. this year? Woo. Boy, it's uh, pretty cool. We, um, you can imagine for, for chairs, one, one fortunate thing is I did a little bit of uh, residential contracting. And uh had a good buddy. We built several handicap accessible houses just because of my needs and knowledge of, you know, what people need. Because ADA standards and codes, they are bare minimal what you really need, you know. So that was uh, one of them little, you know, blessings I did it years ago and you know didn't know if i'd ever use it again but uh so through this we, we i mean we got all the doors expanded new doors in it um ramps it had like a y'all remember the sunken den so oh, we got a ramp yeah. going into the oh yeah other, like the kitchen and bedrooms i mean you can pretty much go to our favorite spot, the back porch, the screen in back porch. You can go there and go throughout the whole house from there. So we got, you know, walkway going into the uh, screen in porch and pretty much all we got left is paint and floor. And uh, we ready to rock. We did have the major deal that took the a while it's on a slab so we had to cut concrete out of one of the uh existing bathrooms and make like a a roll-in child that well, one it, it'll yeah. be exciting to get down and see it this spring when we come down to, to hunt with you guys but it's gonna look a little different in there I, i'll tell you i gotta tell this story on old mr bobby that night me and me and nick and kt went in there to help him get in the bed and I got up on the bed, and he said, now get me by my belt. And he turned and looked at me, and he said, I don't know what your skinny butt's going to do, but you ain't going to be able to lift nothing. I need one of them big boys up here get up here and help me. <laughs> he told you something that morning, too, when you turned sideways. When you come in there, we come in there to get him. What did he say? I don't remember. He said something about. Don't be sneaking up on me or something. Turn, 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 turn. turn sideways. I couldn't even see him. <laughs> He's a character. Man, he, he's gonna be missed. He was a sport, no doubt about. It. Jason, did you guys have the dove shoot and the skeet shoot at the gin house this year? We did. How did yeah, that? How was we, that turn out for both of those? Yeah, it, it was great. Of course, we haven't even started the remodel, for, you know, project. But as far as I mean, there was uh, four or five. They actually stayed there, even under the conditions. And, uh, cause we kind of had temporary ramps and stuff built. 
But um, the dog shoot was great. You know, what, and that's, that's what's cool about that place is once it's accessible and, you know, ready to, ready to invite some folks over, you can stay there, spend a the night, get in your chair, go to a deer stand or dove hunt or hogs. We shot several, two hogs two weeks ago. So it's going to be a, you know, be, be cool. You know, you don't have to load up and get in the van and go be hauled around and all that. And it's three or four in the morning, you know. Yeah. Mike would actually enjoy a cup of coffee before you get in the blind or go shoot doves or whatever. So we're, we're super excited, you know. Right. Very fortunate to have that place. Miss Gale, uh, Sanders Aiken is really, you know. Are you guys, really, uh, are you guys running a deer hunt out of that every weekend? No, it, it it's, uh, like we got one true trophy book stand, I would say, uh, and that's it. So, you know, we, we, we manage it. You know, there's some small books that we need to let walk this year, which is tough, you know, um, but for that place, I mean, McKenzie Clark killed the largest book for the KC team yet this year up there. And then George Helmy killed a, ten, a nice 10 point that he has on his wall last year. So back to back, uh, two trophy books and you know how it is. You gotta manage them things. We are gonna, we've been working on hogs. There was a cornfield that we had. And we've left some corn for this time of the year and mowed it down. And man, whew, there was, it was eat up with hogs. So we've been hammering at them. But Did it, you, we, you know, we, we, you'll have, we, we, we're putting together, like once it's successful and we can, you know, sleep there, like we've already got, I don't know how many landowners in the area, like, hey, you know, Come hunt. We got a spot. So to be honest, I don't know that like that might be a real reality that, that we can have, you know, a lot of hunt from the gym house. That'd be pretty cool to go down on a deer hunt and get to, get to experience that part of it as well. It would. It sure would. Yeah. It's cool because the fellow named Glenn McClendon, he, uh, donated all the, most of the materials and labor for the, we call it the shooting house because it's not your average blind. It's got a 48 foot handicap ramp up to it. And I mean, you know, it's, it, we built it for like first timers because it's, it's perfect, you know, have a guest over, never been, never been hunting or getting back, you know, after accident in the woods or whatever. And leave from the gin house, go there, and not, you know, I mean, I'll go through, you know, I, I get 
tossed around a little bit when I was. So I don't know that everybody likes to do that, but this one you can kind of, your first experience, you know, is, is a lot. It's not as, you know, rugged. We can get you there safely and three or four people at, at the minimum in that shooting house. So it's fun to hang out, you know, and kind of video and it's just a cool, you know, just a cool deer hunt. So yeah, man, we could, y'all could come film and I don't know that we couldn't almost do a podcast <laughs> in the thing. Is that, is that the one we saw out there by the lake, Jason? Oh. Go past the gin house. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we yeah, went out there too. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's right. That's it. I think it'd be uh, it'd be neat next, Jason. Instead of making them boys load them deer, we put you a, a D ring on the back side of your cart. You can just drag the deer right out for us. We'll just drag yeah. them all the way out. Hey, you know the track there. I'll do it. Uh, uh, yeah, I yeah, guarantee you that one. Mr. Yeah. Bobby's would have drug her right out. Well, Jay- Jason, you got a new right. chair, didn't you? Didn't I see that? I did. I, you know, through. Uh, the KT team stuff and just sort of the lifestyle I live now. Like I might be in the office in the morning and in the blind that afternoon, you know? Yeah. And so it's, I guess what I'm getting at is really look for like an indoor outdoor chair. I mean, you got extreme outdoor tracks there and then you have a lot of mid-wheel drives with small casters front and rear, which are awesome dark in and out of restaurants or an office or tight work area, whatever. But, you know, to, to get the both, best of both worlds is hard. But there's any systems that make a, um, a chair that is like today was my first time in it all day with my work platform and everything. We uh, a company, Elite CNC Machine, uh, they, Wesley Hendricks, he designed the work platform for it. And we got all the parts built, adapted. So it's pretty cool. Like the concept is to uh, take these things to a hunter come here. We can show them, like, you can have a work platform. You can hunt out of the same deal. You know, it's just something to share, you know. I've got a chair I can hunt out of, but it's aggravating to me, and so it'll be aggravating to everybody else. But getting one thing and out the other, you know, just making it easy. I seen that chair that design Wesley came up with, and I remember commenting on there that you'd you'd said you'd come up with that design with Wesley's help. And I, I thought I was waiting on a patent number to come out on that thing. It looks so good on the front of that chair. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. We all uh, worked good together. He uh, I just kind of showed him what to do, and <laughs> he kind of went from there. You know, just far as you know, working off of, I am mouth fixed, you know, I don't, like I, like paralyzed from the neck down, so I don't, I can't, you know, move a 
arms. I mean, I'm high level quad, so I, I use mouth sticks, so you have to, you have to rig up, you know, like phones. Y'all seen all my gadgets, iPads. That helps a lot. And I have a mouth stick where I can use a wireless mouse or turn pages. But you got to get everything where you can get to it. You know, grab your mouth stick and all that. So it, it's fun. It's, it's very adaptable. And I think can help a lot of folks because it's by far the best I ever used. And like you can't buy this stuff. We broke it, made it, and you know, my other desk looked horrible because I would break something and twist it and glue it and spot where I wanted it or, or whatever, you know. So, but this is, uh, I mean, it looks like I know what I'm doing anyway. Well, that's usually the best way to do it, ain't it? Just if that's you right. If you can't, if it ain't gonna work, just fool them into believing that it does. That's right. It uh, it um, I might not live up to what. I look too professional, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jason, I, might, I might disappoint folks now. Jason, did you guys have any new um, people sign up this year that you've taken hunting for the first time? Man, we had still on. Like we met our own uh, – well, we hadn't even met. We uh phone conversation. Uh, John Pageant, he's him and KT. They're taking a couple, I think, next week. I mean, it, it's all the time, man, honestly. Like, there's, there's folks that were lining up for the spring, you know, because deer season a little late to get them here in time. Uh, I mean, it's, like, we've had our first, there's not visiting pairs, like, um, two blind individuals, like completely that you need. Basically, they have a monitor, like they, they're not paralyzed, you know, they're able bodied, just, just blind. So they hold a rifle normally, like you guys would. And, but obviously they can't see down the scope or aim. So you have an assistant behind you and they have a little system. Which you've got to get Edward E and, uh, Mike, um, you know, on, on the chair. Let, let them tell their story. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. It is hilarious. Their first one. Oh, yeah. We'll uh, definitely have to get it, get E yeah, on listen got, to that one. Man, it is too fun. But they end up getting a doe the next one, but they, like, they're aiming and pulling the trigger and, get the field of recoil and they get the whole experience. It's just, you know, they have a system looking at a, a video. Like Mike has an Acupire scope, which I just got. Dude, they teaching me stuff. <laughs> um, I just got one for Christmas, matter of fact. And because my eye relief, you know, is tough to get the high relief for me. Right. Right. Because I'm straight behind the gun. And, uh, so it's got a monitor on it, what I'm getting at. And the assistant's looking at the monitor left, right. Uh, Edward and them had a little system tap, you know, on the shoulder different ways. But they line, you know, you the assistant helps you line it up. And they, 
you know, they take the shot. And they, it's just, man, I don't know, that's pretty cool deal, you know. Just amazing, honestly. And uh, so that happened twice. And uh, then what else cool stuff, man? It's been... We only get to the end of the season, try to compile everything, you know, because it's just, it's like every week something new, you know. That's what's cool about the KC team stuff is, you know, just meet so many cool folks and all. But um, McKenzie started the season off crazy good with that big book at the gym house. It's still going. Man, we ain't. We ain't got the two weeks left, but we're gonna we're gonna close out strong. Jason, for for anybody listening to this episode, you went on a turkey hunt last year. You and KT and Angie out to Texas, and last I recall, the guy that has the place out there was going to try to accommodate it more for for yourself. Are you guys planning on going back out there this year? And if so, has the guy made those accommodations yet? We're all uh, we're still working on. Okay. We uh, it uh, we were talking about that, trying to figure out the spring. I'll be honest, that's the only thing. Well, not the only thing. Uh, let me back up. Uh, we've tried to, you know, live as those COVID don't exist, don't do crazy stuff, you know, try to be as safe as possible, but kind of take it week by week, you know what. What's going on? You know, plan, don't quit. You know, I mean, I think we've all kind of figured that out together and, and, uh, you know, just kind of press on, but traveling, holy cow. You know, if Terry, to make a long story short, he has had two, two times this year where he's going to fly out, you know, had, you know, vacation schedule planned. And man, they were on so many layovers the first trip that he worked at the port. And obviously, anyone, anyone knows anything about the port here, it, it, George is like crazy busy, you know, and, um, just, I guess what I'm saying is, because of not knowing if he'd get back the day he was supposed to, it slowed that project down a little bit. But we're we're going out there. Someone, I'm sure, is going to go. We're trying to figure all that out. We've uh, had to invite to Florida. We might try that. But yes, that that's going to be a cool deal. You know, it's going to be an annual deal. You know, um, long as COVID traveling stuff don't put a monkey wrench in it, you know, we're going, yeah, that's all. So did, and it's so, did the guy so, start working uh, on the house yet, Jason? Well, I, I, I don't, like I say, with Terry not being able to go, oh, I got you, I got you, travel out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, we gotta, you know, I mean, we gotta kind of be there to direct some of that. Oh, I gotcha. So, yeah, that's all. But that's not a, 
I mean, that's a very temporary, you know, halt to the project. That's a, yeah, they're super good folks and real support of them. I mean, they, we, we, they want us to come up and deer hunt. Like, it wasn't just a annual spring hunt. Mm-hmm. They want us to come for fall deer hunt. It's just, Terry flew out during the summer to help with cedars and, you know, some of the management side of it. And that's when flying, man, I don't know if y'all have done it since COVID, but they had to get on and off flights before they ever took off. And never did. Had to put them in hotel rooms. Spent the night. I mean, it was just a, you know, it was awful. <laughs> and and if, it, if it was like a six or eight hour trip, man, we'd all, we could already, we'd be doing deer hunt, but like it to drive that is, uh, you know, two days there and two days back just on the road. Yeah, that would be a uh, place. Though. Yeah. Very I know KT said that was tough on, on them driving like that. So I know he said he's going to get him a little bit more help next year. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, what? I didn't make it too easy on him. I was like, Man, it really wasn't all that bad, was it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, look at me like, you know, he wanted to, you know, just what, you know. Jason, what's the, the, go ahead. Well, the driving, you know, is tough. Who all around? Man, folks, you know, we'd be running fast as my man would go. And they'd come by you like, you know, I was in my chair going down the road. <laughs> Man, what in the world they put them vehicles? I don't know how they, whew, they, they would, they'd be running a hundred and something. Oh, uh, Jason, what's, uh, what's coming up for the 2022 KT team season? Anything special? Yeah. Um, far as like our, our turkey opening week. Is really cool. You know, we have uh, uh, several, you know, for like last year, we had Mark Crudum, Dave Owen, you know, just uh, Jason Conrad, so many just professional, you know, grand national turkey callers come. And that'll be, you know, the highlight of the spring for me, you know, just. And a lot of it, the hunting's cool, but just hanging out, running calls, and, you know, just stories. And that's cool for me, but super cool for uh, our KT team hunters, you know. I mean, they, they, a lot of them get Grand National Turkey Caller, calling them turkeys, you know, so that's super cool. Um, we still up in the air a little bit. We're trying to figure it out as far as the, uh, where we're going, if we travel any, you know, uh, but we'll have, that'll be cool. You know, got a lot of cool stuff leading up to it. Um, January 14th, we got a, uh, concert, uh, kind of like fundraiser, but, uh, or it is a fundraiser, but, uh, concert crowder. It's David Crowder band, but he's like Crowder. Um, his, um, artist coming, so 
Christian artist, really. Really cool. Uh, a lot of cool songs. We are uh, looking forward to that. Then Nashville. You know, you asked about getting up on the stage. That'll be the middle of February. That's always cool. We'll have a booth. Y'all coming, you know. We'll all have a big time there. And uh, we do have like a banquet um, March 10th, which is, uh, you know, pretty well what kind of pays the bills all year. You know, it's kind of a, we didn't get to have it last year, which was a, you know, slowed a lot of progress down for us. You know, Gin House, that we don't work. That's just the beginning of things, we feel. So that'll uh, kick some of the spring off and then in the turkey season. So that, um, that's going to be, you know, pretty cool. I hope COVID gets out of here and we get back to, uh, turkey calling competition. Man, we missed that so much since COVID. I mean, I don't know. We might have had one, seems like. I haven't been in one since COVID because um, I couldn't make the one that we did have. Anyway, get back to your question. I'd, I'd love to get back into that. We'll get to do it in Nashville, but, you know, we were, we'd go to as many as we could, you know, before COVID. It's going to be time to rock and roll before long, and I know your favorite season's coming up soon, and uh, I can't wait to see what you do this year, and it's going to be fun to get back down there with you for sure. Yeah, I know Nick's going. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> but, Jason, tell yeah, the but... listeners real quick how that – because that's a team competition that you'll be calling in in Nashville, and it's a, ma- yeah, it's it a mouth um, – Friction. Uh, friction call, yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, friction Aaron, call. Aaron, uh, yep. Team air and friction, I think is how it's worded. Okay. Basically, you get one party, two man competition. You pick a friction partner, which, you know, uh, primarily the box calls and box calls. And then you have a, the other partner will do air, which is, you know, diaphragm calls. I mean, you could run a trumpet. Um, if you want, you know, if, if, if you want it, but most people do, you know, diaphragm. So it, it's a really, really cool competition. I mean, you know, so it's it, kind of a, it's evolved a little bit over the years. It used to, too, man. You kind of did your own scenario, which was pretty well probably what turned NWTF on into the final doing a scenario because you give the callers a lot more, you know, freedom to act like a turkey. You know, I mean, simulate wild turkeys, but that's where Terry and Mark, I mean, they won, won that thing like six, six times with, you know, Terry, uh, he give up his part of, he was, he, he, he would, I mean, he's a diaphragm caller, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he would, I, but I'm doing that. He's doing friction. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
Man, it's a lot of. He better bring his own. <clears throat> KT better not let you down. Because I've heard you on that <laughs> math call. <laughs> hey. Well, it's, uh, man, it's just, you know, what's cool is there'll be people from everywhere, you know, Missouri and Kentucky and, I mean, just every, all over the nation. And, uh, you, you meet them, you feel like you've known them for 30 years, you know, you're doing the same thing, just different part of dirt somewhere, you know, you're just same folks, good. Get, got the same passion for outdoors and, you know, just good people. It's a lot of, like, is it, y'all, will it be your first, y'all's first year there? Yes, it will. Oh, wow. Y'all, that'll be, you'll leave there saying we're going to do that every year. I mean, it's that much fun, you know. I'm trying to get Cody to call on that team thing with me up there, but he won't do it. Yeah, Man. I'm sure you've been twisting his <laughs> arm awful hard. Yeah. I don't well, want, I don't want to embarrass KT and them up there, you know. Hey, yeah. I just sit at the booth. Yeah. <laughs> Let them have their glory. Yeah. Well, I can guarantee you there's one that won't be up there trying to call. <laughs> and now for the dying there crow section. Yeah, yeah, like KT said, you sound like a dying crow on that, that trumpet. <laughs> What do they do, Jason? They give you like a, just a say. They just give you a hen yep, and then both of you guys perform that, or how do you do that? They do. They 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 don't uh, like release what you do. Uh, sometimes they do, but yeah, like you're you know you'll have I don't know three to five different calls sometimes, and. Uh, Seem like maybe, if I remember right, there's six, each person gets three. Now that's the fun part about the team is you and your partner like, man, uh, you know, is my yelp good or your yelp? You know, you're trying to figure out their strength, my strength. And I can't, like, Terry can, can pull off all calls, you know. Kiki and this and that, you know, I'm like I struggle with some of them. So sometimes he just has to cover me up, you know. <laughs> I can do what I can do, and he gets the rest, you know. So he he, he actually gets the hard end of the bargain. <laughs> well, Jason, I know that uh, I know that time's been well spent in 2021 for us all and i just wanted to say from everybody over here at talk about it outdoors it's been a privilege and an honor and a blessing to have met you guys as we've said multiple times and going into the next year i know we've we've started planning out our year and what we want to do and one thing we're very excited for is to get back down and we've got some exciting stuff that's going to be coming up with the uh, kt team and the things that we're going to be able to do this year, and I can't, I can't wait to experience that with you and and go into the new year. Um, we we just can't thank you enough for for your continued friendship because it means a lot to us. Well, I feel the same, man. That was a highlight of our year, you know. Um, and shoot, we got a couple of years planned out already. So yeah, that's right. It's going to be a good. <laughs> Good partnership, good, good friendship. You know, I mean, that's 
the main main deal I could we didn't have to spend but a few hours there at the gym house, you know, hanging out and eating a little bit and I was like, Yeah, these boys, man, we I mean, just like going to Nashville meeting folks, I mean, seemed like we'd known each other forever. We it just was good friendship. I can tell old Nick was a turkey hunter. He had it fourteen hours wrapped up from head to toe turkey hunt. All I could see was his eyes, you know, and flipped up there and was kind of pointing out where the turkeys were, what he heard. Man, we, I can tell he was a turkey hunter just by the look in his eyes. So I was, uh, oh yeah, we'll, uh, We'll we'll get one eventually, no doubt about it. So you turned so, around, no Alex was over asleep. He's I'm a, twiddling yeah. sticks. I'll be I'll be honest with you, Jason. The feeling was mutual because every time yeah, every that time that crow come over, you kept you'd look up in the air and you like you was listening with that one strong ear or something, and, and just listen for that faint gobble. That's right. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, man. That. Uh, woo. I'm getting excited talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, won't be long, won't be long. Well, Jason, we it sure appreciate be. you coming on and, and talking about that deer and talking about the past year. And um, we're uh, we're definitely looking forward to to the uh, next year and what's coming up with it. And uh, we've got some exciting things we're going to be announcing very soon for, for us and the KT team. So we're excited for that. Right. And um, I'm sure Nicholas will be in touch with you very soon, and uh, you'll be seeing him and Cody in the in the just a few weeks. It'll seem like it over up at the NWTF. That's right. That's right. Nicholas, you got anything else? Jason, thanks again, man, for coming on, and um, I, I hope you had a good Christmas. And uh, New Year's is right around the corner. I know this will drop after New Year, but um, I hope you and your family have a good New Year and, and wrapping out this year and. And I look forward to spring, man. And um, I'll see you before turkey season gets here in Nashville. That's right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And uh, y'all have a happy new year as well. All right, Jason. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. See you, man. Bye-bye. Nick, you know it's been a great partnership, as we've said time and time again, with the KT team. I mean, it's it's not a partnership. It's a friendship. And it's developed into so much more than that. And, some very exciting things coming into 2022 for for that, and the conversations we've been able to have over the last couple of weeks are are only going to grow from there. And we've got some exciting stuff for 2022. We do very exciting. I don't know. Looking back over the last year, what's what's been you know we've talked about this several times. Things that stuck out in your mind or whatever, but what's one of those things that's kind of stuck out to you from the, from the show's standpoint? Um. I kind of felt like he was going to ask this, but I went back and listened to it. Like I said, I went back and listened to KT team um, last week, and I went back and listened to the rabbit hunting one. And I know you said that, we've, but from both episodes, we've lost someone. And it's, right. and, and it's just good to have those episodes to go back and just to replay them and listen to them. Um, so I think that probably means the most. But there's so much. I went back and listened to several over the last couple of weeks just because I'm kind of burnt myself out on other stuff. And um, – it's just good to go back and rewind and re-listen to some of that stuff. And, man, we have developed so much more, especially myself. And uh, I know I still stumble on my tongue from time to time, but getting better. Well, if I ain't stepping on my tongue from time to time, <laughs> I'm going to quit talking because that's, that's the nature of the game. When you talk as much as but, I do, you're going gonna to do that. It's been a, it's been a great year for, for all of us and the continued support from everybody. And 
all the stuff that we got planned out and and i you know we set our bar high we may not get all the way to the top of that bar each time but we got some fun stuff coming up i can't wait for people to to know about yeah and i think that's the thing that we we never set a ceiling on this you know we never put a put a limit to where we wanted to go we set goals that we wanted to achieve and i think this past year we've been able to do that we've achieved a lot of things i think we've exceeded in a lot of ways the the things that i had in mind that we would be able to do i mean Gosh, the the relationships and the friendships that we've been able to develop, that's the crazy thing to me. And, you know, you made mention of – Jason made mention several times of how COVID shaped the way that we do things anymore and the way we interact. And one thing, you know, we've been able to do is those Wednesday night suppers over at Uncle Wyvern's, and we go over there and we eat with him. And it's kind of an invite-only deal that he's kind of invited folks. And it's been a great time. And I've missed that last year. We didn't do any of them. And, and this year he's already wanting to start that back up, you know, and there's vaccinations that the older folks are getting or younger, whoever gets them. And it's, there's a lot of sickness out there and there's still a lot of people getting sick and it's not just from, from COVID. There's been a lot of stuff that's shaped and changed over the year for everybody's perspective. So I think that's the biggest thing is just going into 2022 with a better perspective of what we're thankful for. Everybody stay with us because it's going to be a fun ride. Cody, what you? What about you? I just – I think it's – well, along with what all y'all are saying, I agree 100%, but I think it's neat to watch our our family, I'll call it, grow and the support we're getting from people who we've talked to and people we haven't had on the show that it just continued support through all of our stuff that we're putting out there and whether it be YouTube videos or – or whatever the case may be, just, you know, these, you see a lot of these same faces coming back and really interacting. And, you know, it's, it's people we don't know locally. It's, it's just we've met through this. So just to continue to grow this family is, is awesome. So I'm looking forward to everything we have coming up. Deer season ain't over yet, Nick. You, <laughs> you look no. at some little, some little turkey hunting talking there, though. Hey, I did call Nick that I saw four gobblers out in the field, and I was like, got me a little, little twinged I, up. I, I sent him a picture. I sent him a picture from old Jeff up at Buck Fever. He had him walking through that clover plot, and he said that he was getting ready to frost seed that clover, so he had somewhere to thump on him. I said, well, I got I'm old already, buddy that, that's over there looking for one. I'm already getting ready, son. I already oh. got me a gun. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I bought him a new shotgun and everything. We gun. Got a, got our trip almost nailed down between a couple states. So We're going to go freeze to death one more time, though, for these deer. Yep. Right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to be all day sets like it was in November. I can promise you that. Is it not? Nope. <laughs> it's going to be uh, 30 minutes before dark <laughs> setting camp eating, eating hostess cakes. Yep, huh? That's it. So we might do a little late season scouting along with some dough management. I, hey, pile up the meat, son. <laughs> I got a grinder over there. I can tote over here. You just got to keep your fingers away from that bully. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You about to get tuned up on them coyotes, ain't you? I'm firing up. I'm ready to go. Cody's, Cody's, Cody's a gobbler hunter now. He's he's in the gobbler game, and he's kind of left me by myself over here. So, but no, you I that be on is, that night shift, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> what did Jason say? Woo! It's, it's time to go. I think it's going to be fun. I mean, we'll see what happens with it. And I don't know. It's, it's just been fun year and the growth and everything. I mean, I think I've learned more this year than I ever would have imagined I would just from talking to people and, and being able to grasp different concepts of hunting. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like every episode we do, I learn a little bit more. I mean, you, you go back to just last week when we had Casey on, it, it taught me something I'd never really thought about, and it just clicked in me. And 
I don't know. You go back and listen to all the episodes you talked about. I just, I love, I love listening back because I hear something new every time. And if you haven't already, make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We appreciate that. We had a contest running, didn't get any entries in it. So there's contest to run on into January. Y'all get over there. We'll give you some free stuff and throw it your way and pick a good one out. And hopefully, hopefully our website's up and running after the first of the year and we've got some merchandise there and people can get them some swag. Leave us a nice review and a five-star rating. Yeah, That's what helps us grow. Don't, don't leave no bad rating now. Just call us and tell us. We'll be fine to talk to you <laughs> we'll work on the it out. about it. No, but, I mean, shout out to all the KT team. KT, Angie, um, Mr. George, Tim, all them guys. What if Tim had his baby? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I've, I've been following him on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know if the baby was born yet or not. Yeah. Shout out to all them guys and what they're doing yeah. over there. And Yeah, yeah. Easy. Oh, easy. Easy, easy. easy. Yeah. yeah. All the so, other guys. Um, I'm good, man. I'm. I've been. It's been a good year. We got some big stuff coming up. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Cody, anything before we close it out? Good to go, boys. That brings us down to the final spit of 2021. Uh, and you know, as 2021 closes out, we've reflected over the last 12 months the growth we've been able to experience. And it comes to mind the blessings that are pouring in from all over in the form of new founded friendships, partnerships, and the growth of our family here at Talk About It Outdoors. From the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, through smiles, laughs, and tears, we've grown into a vast array of characters who simply enjoy sitting around telling stories and talking about it. Talking about those stories, we've been blessed enough to live in the great outdoors. If you're not into this lifestyle, you need to try it at least once in your lifetime. Bring your kids out. And I saw a post the other day that meant a lot to me. said, why do I feel so strongly about taking kids out into the outdoors? And it simply said, I once was a kid too. So from everybody here at Talk About It Outdoors, we want to wish you a happy new year, and we look forward to seeing you again in 2022. Y'all pull up a chair and set a while because we ain't going nowhere. And remember, smile as you go, but don't forget, mount the members. <laughs>